Welcome back to Sister Alley Cat's Tea, where we talk about all things church-related. And guess what, guys? On today, we are finishing up with 2 Timothy. We're going to start at the third chapter, and then we'll have the fourth chapter. And that is the end of the two letters of Timothy, the letters that Paul wrote to Timothy. Now, the first letter... Paul wrote he was in prison, but the second letter, guys, listen, Paul was in prison again, and unfortunately, this was the end of the journey for Paul. Nero was um, going to kill him. Paul was beheaded for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Can you imagine in the day that we're living in, in 2022, that uh, we would be beheaded for preaching or teaching or even uh, uh, believing the gospel of Jesus Christ. But let me tell you, those times are coming when you have to have the word of God on the inside because there will not be any Bibles. Listen, we're coming to a time, my God, from Zion in the future now. Granted, I may not be here, but there is someone that will hear this podcast that will be living in the future. And we may not even have cell phones, you know. Uh, It may be some other kind of device that we're listening to. But listen, I want you to get this, that it was all for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Paul did everything for the gospel in order to uh, bring somebody else into salvation, in order to teach somebody else the good news of Jesus Christ. You know, what he went through, his testimonies, and what he learned along the way. And we are doing that today. We are learning what Paul had to say to Timothy so we can uh, use it in our lives and so we can tell somebody else. We are learning what uh, the pastoral epistles had to say, how to conduct ourselves in the church, how to uh, live or teach or even be a good steward of the word of God, how to defend in the gospel with everything that we have on the inside of us, how to guard the gospel, make sure that everyone is telling it uh, plainly, telling it simply, telling the truth according to the Bible, telling the truth according to what Jesus has taught or what the apostles has taught. We have to defend the gospel. We have to guard the gospel. Remember, we have learned that we are soldiers in a war. Listen, you can be a soldier that does nothing or you can be a soldier that fights, that fights for the gospel, that fights for God, that when you make it in, you will have a crown waiting for you and God will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Listen, we have heard Paul say here that he has fought a good fight. He has finished his course. It is time for him to go on and 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 
go to heaven basically and live a different type of life where there is no more crying there's no more beatings Paul they used to beat Paul all the time he will have no more beatings he will not be put in prison anymore he has finished his fight and he did it well and we want to hear those be able to say those same things we want to be able to have that same mindset we have fought a good fight and we have finished our course and guess what now we're going to be with Jesus and that's what we're learning here in the letters written to Timothy how to do these things and how to live accordingly and how to remember what the apostles in Jesus Christ taught now here in 2nd Timothy the third chapter these are the last days of the apostle paul and this is what he is telling timothy remember in the last days right before the return of jesus christ there will be many troubles many difficulties many difficult times why because people will be lovers of their own selves. They will be narcissistic, as we say today. They will love money. They will brag. They will boast. They will be proud, arrogant. They will say evil things against others, and they will not obey their parents. We see that today where kids don't obey their parents. They will be. Uh, they will not be thankful, unthankful thankful, ungrateful. We see that in the world today. Or they will be uh, unkind to people or they will be kind the kind of people that they will not be the kind of people that God wants. They will be unholy people. And we learned about that in the first Psalms, how we have to turn away from people like that. We want to be holy before God. They will not love others. They will refuse to forgive. Unforgiveness is running rapid in the world today. They will not forgive. They will gossip. They will slander people's names. They will not control themselves just out of control and doing any and whatever they feel like doing. We can see that in the world today. Come on, somebody, go with me here. This is what the scripture is telling us. This is what Paul told Timothy that will happen in the last days. Therefore, we can see this happening. So that lets us know that we are living in the last days. People will be cruel. They will be brutal. They will be doing all sorts of things against others, just hateful of what is good. And they will turn against their friends and will do foolish things without thinking. They will be treacherous individuals. They will be conceited. They will love pleasure instead of, instead of God. Come on, can you see that in the world today? And they will act as if they serve God, having the form of godliness, 
but will not have his power. Listen, they will have a form of godliness, but they will deny the power of the Holy Spirit. And Paul is telling Timothy to stay away from such people. And we know that today. We need to stay away from these kind of people. And some of them will be uh, false teachers of the day. They will sneak into homes and gain the influence over idle women. This is what Paul is saying, who are burdened with the guilt of sin and will control all kinds and will be controlled by all kinds of evil desires. These people, listen, false teachers will easily be able to influence people. You know, they have a burden or guilt of sin and they're controlled by all kinds of evil desires. This is what Paul is telling Timothy. And can we not see that today? Yes, we can see how false teachers are, are, are influencing uh, um People, people of God, I, I say people of God because everybody I consider are people of God, are children of God. You know, some are just rebellious and disobedient and running after the wrong things. These false, false teachers, I consider them to be t- people of God. Because why? Because God created, created us all. I'm trying to slow down my talking. God created us all. But some of us, we, we are willingly ignorant, as the Bible tells us. We willingly do wrong. We willingly do wickedness. But they are the children of God. So these people are easily influenced because they are feeling guilty of the sin that they do or feeling guilty of the way that they live. And so someone can easily come in and influence them. Someone can easily come in and lead them astray, lead them away from the truth, lead them into the kingdom of darkness, lead them into the things of the world, lead them, as we call it today, into new age, into sin. Why? Because they are controlled by all kinds of evil desires. They desire things that are not of God. So they can be easily influenced. But listen, we don't want to be that way. We want to desire the things of God. No matter what come, no matter what go, Continue to desire the things of God. Continue to desire the word of God. Continue to desire to know the ways of God. And listen, you won't desire anything else. Let me tell you, because God is good. And what he does for us and how he uh, loves us and what he teaches us and how he uh, deals with us and show us, it is something to be desired it is great it is wonderful it is marvelous it is beyond measure so when you want the things of god you will not desire 
the things of the kingdom of darkness. Now, these women are always learning new teachings. This is what Paul is saying. They're always learning new teachings, but they never understand the truth fully. Why? Because these people, these false teachers are against the truth. Thus, the women, their thinking is ruined. Nonetheless, everyone will see that these evil teachers are ignorant in the end, that they are wrong in the end, that they are teaching false doctrine in the end, they are teaching false ways in the end, they are deceiving people in the end. It will all come. So listen, Paul was telling Timothy the same thing over and over again. Follow the teachings and the Holy Scripture. That what you have learned and known from a child. Scripture will make you wise. Listen to what I am saying. The Holy Scripture will make you wise. Listen, always ask the Lord when you pray. Say, Lord, give me the scriptures to say into the atmosphere so that I will be wiser than my enemy, so that I will be wiser than the devil. Show me or teach me, help me to remember the scriptures that I need to say in the atmosphere to be wiser than the devil. Yeah, to fight up against the devil. Scripture will make you wise. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for showing what is wrong in the people's lives, in our lives, for correcting faults, correcting our faults, and for teaching how to live right. We want to live right while we are here upon this earth. Because when we leave here, we want to be with Jesus. We want to be in heaven. We do not want to open our eyes and we are in hell. No, we do not want that. We do not want that. And by using the scriptures, the person serving God will be capable, will be competent and fully equipped. To do a good work. A good work in Jesus Christ. Remember. We are not here dry long soul. We are not here just to live a life. We are here to do the work of the Lord. And by learning the scriptures. And and using the scriptures. We will be capable. And fully equipped. To do the work that God has called us to do. What God has placed in our destiny. That God has placed before us. We are not here just to walk around this earth and go to work and come home and go to sleep and wake back up and get up and go to work and come home and go no that is not why we are here we are here to do a good work for the lord and what is that good work that is to tell somebody the good news that is to tell somebody about the gospel of jesus christ why so they can tell somebody else so it will come past the whole earth 
it will go to future generations. That is what we are here to do. And listen, guys, we have finished up 2 Timothy, the third chapter. Listen, Timothy only has four chapters. So, our 2 Timothy only has four chapters. And we are on the fourth chapter. Listen here, Paul adjured Timothy not only in the name of God and Jesus Christ, but also in light of the coming judgment, which is Christ's return to preach the word. It is inspired and profitable for all aspects of the ministry. Timothy was to proclaim the word, be ready at all all times convenient or inconvenient times in season and out of season complete this duty whether the opportunity seems ripe or not preach that word and that is what the scripture is telling us and preach we you may not have the title of a preacher but proclaim the word be used by God. Tell somebody what you have learned on this podcast. Uh, uh, share it with somebody else. Tell them what the word of God is telling you. What you have gleaned from the scripture here in the letters written to Timothy. Tell somebody else what you learn. That is proclaiming the gospel. You don't have to have a title. You don't have to be in a pulpit. All you have to do is tell somebody what you have learned about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you are proclaiming the word. You are preaching the word. And that is what we are called to do. We are called to proclaim the word of God. He was to correct those in error. Tell the people what they need to do rebuke that means to convict those or we can say convict those who are sinning tell them what they are doing wrong and to encourage to comfort those who are doing well this is what paul is telling timothy excuse me these are the aspects of public ministry listen proclamation correction, rebuke, and encouragement, all of which must be done with great patience and careful instructions. Why? As my pastor can say, there is a devil loose. That is why we must, it must be done with great patience and careful instructions. There is a devil loose. That's what my pastor would tell us. The scripture is telling us there is a time coming. Yes, there is a devil loose when people will not endure the truth. They will not endure the truth. Listen, some people throughout the history of the church have refused to love sound doctrine. Yet as the end draws near, the situation will grow worse. Many, many people will not endure sound doctrine or will refuse to love him. They will not listen 
to the true teachings of Jesus Christ. Many will confess to be Christians. They will gather at the churches and they will appear to reveal God, but they will not tolerate the original apostolic faith with its emphasis on the manifestations of the Holy Spirit's power. They will uh, uh, not endure or they will not believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. They will turn away with their ears away their ears from the truth many within the church will no longer tolerate sound biblical preaching can we not uh, say amen to that can we not see that today with our own two eyes do we not hear that with our own two ears those that turn away from the truth will want preaching that demands less than the true gospel. Come on, somebody. They will follow after false stories. They will not accept God's word when it speaks of repentance. Come on, somebody. When it speaks of sin, the judgment of God, the powerful demonstrations of the Holy Spirit, and the necessity of holiness and separation from the world. Come on, when when the when the sound doctrine is being preached, when the word of God is being preached uh, uh, with no stops, with no holdbacks, listen, people will leave the church. Why? Because they don't want to hear it. They want uh, false stories. They want false truths. They want to hear things that itch their ears they they come in with itching ears they want to hear uh, uh, uh pleasures they want to hear things that make them happy they want to hear stories that make them happy these professing believers listen will not seek pastors according to the standards of god's word they will seek those who accommodate their own self-seeking and worldly desires they will seek at the pastors that are preaching uh, what they desire, what they desire to hear. They would prefer preachers who, uh, with the gift of speech, just, just, uh, great oratories. They, you know, they can get up there and they can speak great profound words. They are public speakers. They have great speaking abilities. These are the preachers that they will seek after the ability to entertain them. A message that reassures them that they can remain a Christian. Listen to this. They can remain a Christian while living unholy lives. This is what these people are going to be looking for. They want to hear pleasurable things. They don't want to hear about their sin and, and how they need to repent of their sin. They don't want to hear about the judgment of God and how God is going to judge. They don't want to hear uh, uh, about the Holy Spirit and, and the power that comes with the Holy Spirit. They don't want to hear about these things. They want to hear pleasurable things, things that make them feel good, things that uh, they desire to hear. This is what they're going to, they're going to turn away from the truth and turn toward these things. Listen, we've already heard uh, previously how many will give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. The scripture has already told us this and it's coming back to reiterate or to break down what is going to be going on itching ears and want to hear uh, 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 false stories things that they desire pleasurable things is what they want to hear and in the midst of all this Paul is telling Timothy 
to be restrained, to be low-key at all times, to watch at all times, to accept troubles because troubles will come, and to do the work of telling the good news, telling the gospel of Jesus Christ, and complete all the duties of a servant of God, all the duties that God has placed before you to do. You will hear of these things, but don't be soon shaken in mind as we can read in the book of Thessalonians. Don't be afraid when you see these things come about. Why? Because it shall come. It shall come to pass. But we have to uh, keep the faith. Be restrained and accept what, what is coming. But we have to continue and we also have to continue to preach the good news and be a dutiful servant of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, Paul has confidence in facing his death. And here he comes with a powerful, powerful scriptures, powerful writings here to Timothy. Listen, listen here. This is powerful. I had to just quote it myself. Paul began to say, I am ready to be offered. This is the King James Version. I am ready to be offered. He says, I'm ready to be given as an offering to God. And the time of my departure is at hand. It is time for him to lead this life. Listen, who talks like this? Who talks like this? I'm ready to be offered. And the time of my departure is at hand. Who talks like this? Well, in Paul's case, someone who has a close personal relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, Paul said, you know, I'm ready to be offered and it is my time to leave this earth. Paul know that his uh, uh, imminent, de his death is imminent. He is, he will be killed by the Roman Emperor Nero. And he knows this. And that's why he's writing this Second Timothy or the book of uh, Second Timothy is the last thing that he wrote to Timothy. This, these are his last days. He is living in his last days as he write this epistle. Yes, and he knows it. Paul began to say, I have fought a good fight. I have completed it and I have completed it well. I have finished my course. I have finished my race and I have kept the faith through it all. I have kept the faith and let me tell you just reading this verse it brings tears to my eyes. Why? I want to be able to have that same mindset. I want to be able to say something of the same caliber in the face of death. This man was facing death and he was able to say I fought a good fight. I completed it well and I have finished my race and I have kept the faith in Jesus Christ. Excuse me, but every time I read it, tears come to my eyes. Listen, I want to be able to say I have completed my fight with honor. I made it in spite of my shortcomings, in spite of my 
failures in spite of what the enemy has done or what the enemy is doing. I want to be able to say I made it. I fought a good fight and I completed it well. I made it in a time when the Lord, oh my God, from Zion, when he, he has said in his scriptures that he would have to shorten the days or no one will be saved. We can find that in Matthew 24. It talks about the last days, verses 22 and 24. Let me read that for you. It says in the King James versions, and except those days shall be shortened, except God shorten the days, except he speed up time, there shall be no flesh saved. Nobody will be saved. But for the elect's sake, for those that he have chosen because of them, he was going to shorten those days. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. This is the scripture. For there shall arise false Christ, false prophets, and shall show great signs, unusual occurrences, and wonders, miracles, in so much that if it were possible, listen, they shall deceive the very elect. The ones chosen by God will be deceived if it were possible. God said he will have to shorten the days for his people. Why? If he don't shorten the days, nobody will be saved. Listen, we are living in that time right now. That's why I say reading what Paul wrote. I have fought a good fight. I completed it well. We want to be able to complete our fight well. Listen, we are soldiers in this last and evil day. If you fight or if you don't fight, you are a soldier in the army of God. And you want to say, I fought a good fight. I've completed it. Well, I did a good job. We want to say, well, we want to hear God say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Paul said, I finished my course. I finished my race and I kept the faith through it all. Through everything. Through my beatings. Through my time in prison. Through the times when my friends and my fellow laborers deserted me through it all persecution through it all Paul said he kept the faith do you not want to be able to say that do you not want to be able to say I finished my course and I did it well or at least be able to hear the Lord say well done my good and faithful servant do you not want to hear that? I don't know about you, but I want to hear it. I want to hear the Lord say, well done, Allison. You made it in. My good and faithful servant. Yeah, Paul is saying, now a crown is being held for me. A crown for being right with God. 
all who wait for him to come again with love will receive a crown. My God from Zion. I don't know about you, but this scripture is emotional for me. If you ever been through something, if you ever been fought by the devil, you can uh, understand what Paul is saying. You can relate to what Paul is saying. He fought. He fought to the best of his ability. Yes, he did. And now he is ready to go see Jesus. He's ready to be with Jesus. As I always say, I, I just I want to be with Jesus. Or I'm trying to be like Jesus now. Yes. Paul said he fought it. He fought it well. Yes, he's saying that. My God from Zion, what a scripture. He's saying that he's ready to be offered up. It is time for his departure. It's time for him to leave this wicked world. My God from Zion. I don't know about you, but that's emotional to me. That is emotional to me. Yes, sir. Now, Paul ends with his greeting and benediction. We are ending the book of 2 Timothy. It is is all said and done. And we have gleaned much from these two letters. We have gleaned much. And we have uh, heard the heart of Paul. We have uh, learned uh, the ways of the things that Paul taught us. Of how we are to conduct ourselves in the church. He's told us how to be uh, uh, faithful leaders. One day, if we're not a leader today, one day we may be a leader. And if you are, are leading somebody unto Christ, you are a leader. If you're telling somebody about the gospel of Jesus Christ, you are a leader in a certain aspect. You are leading them to Christ. Come on, somebody. Let's get rid of gone are the days. Listen to me. Gone are the days when we are stuck on titles and and I'm this and I'm that and I'm I'm somebody. No, no. We gone are those days. Listen, we are in a battle and Jesus is almost to come and we don't have time to walk around with our necks stuck out saying I am this person and I am that person. It is time to uh, 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 gain as many souls to Christ, snatch as many souls as we can out of the hands, out of the throngs of the devil. Listen, we have a work to do. The Bible tells us that the harvest is great, but the laborers are few. We don't have time to be worrying about if I have a title or not. We got to get out there in the vineyard. We got to get out there in the harvest and pick. We have to do the work of the Lord. That's what we are called to do. Listen, no time out for that. If you're telling somebody about Jesus Christ, you are a leader. So listen to this word. Glean this word. Get this word in your spirit so you will know how to conduct yourself in the church. You will know how uh, to uh, deal with the body of Christ. You will know how to deal with others. You will know how to be a good steward of the gifts that God has placed on the inside of you here. Listen, be encouraged. 
pray to the Holy Spirit. Pray, uh, pray to God. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom, to give you knowledge, and to give you understanding. Ask the Lord to open up your, your mindset, to enlighten you to the things of God. He is faithful and he will do it for you just like he does it for your leaders. We are not to put individuals on pedestals just like God shows it to them. He will show it to you. Now, granted, I am not telling you to be disrespectful to your leaders. I Hey, we just learned about that here in the book of, of Timothy. You are to respect them. But what I am telling you is God will show you the same thing. Do not walk around ignorant because listen the bible also tells us here in the book of timothy that in the last days the spirit spoke expressly that in the last days many will give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils listen and that includes the leaders of the church so you can't just follow your leader blindly you have to know the word of god for yourself i am encouraging you just as paul encouraged timothy to take courage to use what god has placed on the inside of you and that is the holy ghost if you have it and the holy spirit will teach you the holy spirit will lead you that is why it is here that's why jesus said i go but i will not leave you comfortless i will send back the comforter and who is the comforter the comforter is the holy spirit it is here with us we're not here alone jesus is in heaven god is in heaven the holy spirit is here with us so use the holy spirit that is what it is here for and listen we are learning all of this all of this we we're learning we're gleaning from the scripture and we're putting it in our arsenal we're putting it in our bag why so we can use it against the devil listen devil the bible told me to fight the bible told me to be a good soldier the bible told me to contend for the faith the bible told me to god the gospel of jesus christ with everything that i have on the inside of me that is what it tells me and that is what i am going to do so put it in your arsenal use it make use of the word of god that's why it is here for us that we may use it now listen we are coming to the end of paul's journey we are coming to the end of his writings here he is greeting his greeting and his benediction for timothy he says make every effort to come to see me as soon as you can demas deserted me yeah one of one of one of his fellow laborers deserted him others have left to go work for the lord but luke is still here with me and he said bring mark with you when you come he can help me in my work he can continue uh, to help me continue to do the work of the Lord. And he said, I left my coat. I want you to bring my coat. 
and bring my books as well, my scrolls, so I can continue to write. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let me tell you, this man was doing the work of the Lord up until his death. He is in prison. He knows that he is about to be killed, but he continues to want to do the work of Jesus Christ, to do the work of the Lord. He said, Alexander, he did harm to me. But God will repay him for what he did. You know, there will be some that will hurt you on this Christian journey. Yes, there will be some to say harm for things, to do harm for things. There will be some of those. Listen, Paul is telling you of his story, his testimony. Alexander did many harmful things to me, but God will punish him. God will repay him for what he did. And he's telling Timothy to be careful that Alexander do not hurt you because he fought strongly against our teachings. There will be some that will fight up against the teachings of Jesus Christ, up against the word of God. They will fight you tooth and nail. So be careful, be watchful. That's what he's telling Timothy. Come on now, be sober-minded. Watch these things. Look, you know, the Bible tells us to watch as well as pray. What does watch mean? We have to see what's going on around about us. We have to watch what is going on in the spirit realm. We have to watch what is going on in the natural. Watch as well as pray. We're not just there to just pray. We have to be sober-minded. We have to be vigilant. We have to see and know what is going on around the battles. And, and especially in the church where we have to know what is going on in the world. Not just the four corners of the church. Not just the congregation itself. We have to know what's going on in the whole entire world. Why? Because we have to know what God is speaking. What God is doing in the earth because he is soon to come and we want to be vigilant. We want to be mindful. We want to see who is false and who is true. We want to know these things. So be careful that you don't get hurt by these false teachers and these false preachers and these false believers. Because they're fighting up against the teaching of Jesus Christ. Listen, the devil don't care nothing about coming to church. The devil comes to church. Let me tell you, he don't care nothing about the church. See, he will send his individuals in the church. Those that are, are, are all about the kingdom of darkness, they will come and sit in church right beside you. They don't care nothing about that. The church is just a building. They come in the building. They don't care about the building. Especially if the Holy Spirit is not there. They don't care about the building. You are the church. Your temple, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body, your body is the temple of God. You are the church. So as long as you keep your temple right with God and right standing and fill up the full of the Holy Spirit the devil don't care nothing about coming and sitting right beside you in church clapping hands and and all of that the devil don't care nothing about that they'll come in and do the exact same thing they infiltrate the church so discard 
sow division among the saints. That's how, that's one of the tricks and one of the ways of the devil. So listen, be mindful of these things. That's why we have to watch as well as pray. Remember, we don't fight against flesh and blood. We fight against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in high places. We have to be mindful of these things. Paul began to say the first time I defended myself in court, everyone left me. My God from Zion. However, I don't want that to be counted against him, he's saying. Because a lot of times people are fearful. We don't know why they left him. He didn't say in this particular scripture. Sometimes people are fearful because they don't want to they don't want to uh go through nothing. They don't want to be uh agitated or aggravated. They don't want the devil to come to their house. Yeah, so they will leave you. They will abandon you because what there is a survival, survival. They're trying to survive themselves. So they will leave you in your state. But Paul is saying this and we must say the same thing. I don't want that to be counted against them. I pray for forgiveness. We must pray for them. We must forgive them. Because listen, in the world that we're living in, everybody is doing everything that they know how to do to survive. That's just like a drowning person. You drowning and I'm coming to save you and I don't know what I'm doing. We both going to drown. So they rather they rather not come out. They want to send somebody who's qualified uh, to save you while you're drowning. Uh, uh, um, what do they call them? Lifeguard. They want to send out a lifeguard. They don't want to come out there to help you because you both going to drown. So in so many words, they leave you alone because they're doing everything in themselves to survive on their own accord. So don't count it against them. Pray for them. Pray for forgiveness. Forgive them. Because listen, in the time that, that we're living in, we all just trying to survive. We're all fighting in this battle together. And if that individual is not a skillful fighter... If that individual cannot use the word skillfully, they may not be able to help you. You can look at it in that aspect. So Paul said, I don't want that to be counted against them. I pray for forgiveness. And regardless of all things, the Lord stayed with me and gave me strength so I could fully preach the gospel. My God from Zion Unto death, this man is still giving God the praise and the glory. See, we have a great cloud of witnesses. We have no excuse when we read the scripture. We have no excuse. If they can do it, we can do it too. Paul sends greetings to his friends. And he asks Timothy to make every effort to come see him. Before winter. Before it's all said and done. If you will. I'll just add that in there. Before it's all said and done. He wants to see Timothy again. Before 
he lead this life. Wow. What a word. What a scripture. First and second Timothy. The pastoral epistles that Paul wrote to Timothy, his son in the faith, encouraging him to fight a good fight, encouraging him to live holy before the Lord, righteous, encouraging him uh, how to deal with uh, individuals in the church, encouraging him uh, how to people should conduct themselves in the church. Just encouraging Timothy, which in turn encourages us as we read these letters. My God from Zion, what a word. Did not our hearts burn reading this scripture? The word of God is right all by itself. Paul was a great man and he loved Jesus Christ. And he loved the people of God. He did his best. And we are blessed to read his writings on today in 2022. <laughs> what a heart after God. If only we can have a portion of his mindset. My God from Zion. Not just wow. That's all I can say. My God. We are done with the letters written to Timothy by Paul the Apostle. Guess what, guys? We are on to the book of James. Listen, the Lord showed me James. I just uh, flipped over to James and saw some things. And I was like, oh, my God, I know this is for me personally. However, I want to share as I read and glean from the book of James. I want to share with my precious uh, fellow servants and the Lord, I want to share with you what I learned from the book of James because I know that the Lord is talking to me in the book of James. So let us go to the book of James on our next series and glean from the book of James and see what we learn. And I will share to you what the Lord spoke to me just I did with the book of Philippians because God gave me that and I shared with you what stood out to me and what I took for myself and I'll do the same thing with the book of James because I know that book is for me listen it talks about the tongue the tongue is a little fire it will set the course of the world on fire go over there to the book of james and begin to uh read through it to look through it and see what james is talking about listen james was the leader of the jerusalem church and his letter was written to the scattered people of god to the scattered 12 tribes of israel and we can take it for ourselves today so next we're going to the book of james to see what the lord has to say to us and once again i want to thank you for listening to sister Alec cat's tea where we talk about all things church related and i want to say that i love you with godly love and i will talk to you soon <music>